1: A brutishly embracing barbarians, stomp on into the stinky dragon for our latest beverage, the barbaric bonsai booze. It's a basket of Badlanders' bones blasted in Balthazar's best bonsai, topped with batches of basil burnt to a black and crisp, then brewed into a boastfully bold flavor embodying the best of our barbarian brethren. Previously, our adventurers battled with the infamous Infinite Sleek the Symphonius and his savage string section. They managed to overcome the Discord Dwarf, but found themselves face to face with their formidable foe, Paralite. But two tusslers and Sordo showed up at the brink of time with an unexpected escape plan and a portal outside. The interns and Sleek managed to step through the portal, but it seems Paralyte was one step ahead of them again. Where have the interns been sent and what is Paralyte up to this time? Let's find out together.
0: Doctor, are you still awake? My word, when's the last time you slept, my good man? Sleep? There's no time for sleeping, Mayor. I've got to get this infernal contraption working again. I'm hoping it will provide a clue as to where the interns are. Right. And how is the dreamery experiment coming these days? It's been three weeks, Felix. Three weeks since Aleve took off, along with my best lab equipment. Three weeks since Paralite exiled the interns to... to... Well, only Dyer knows where she sent them. Or if they're even still alive. You can't think like that, Doctor. I'm sure we'll find them. Besides, they are a pretty scrappy bunch. They've been through a great deal together, and you train them well. Yes, but it's all my fault, Felix. I sent them there. I played right into Paralyte's trap. She's been 10 steps ahead of us from the beginning. There's no way you could have known that. We both know when it comes to Paralyte, you have, well, perhaps we both have a, a blind spot. Besides, I'm sure the interns are fine. For all we know, they could be sitting on some beach sipping on pina colliders. <sighs> I suppose that's possible if only we knew where that beach was
1: It's been three weeks since your encounter with sleek uh, and Parallax. Hey,
2: <laughs> it's already starting
1: do you, have, do you have an inspiration die? That's pretty good <laughs> I think Yeah, I you've, already, you've already got
3: one Blaine, I need you to start feeding me some of these So that I can get inspiration dice <laughs> okay.
1: all right. You all are in a, a frozen uh, I don't want to say wasteland But a frozen desolate area You have a, a makeshift camp assembled Near the edge of a frozen lake And a forest Like I said, it's been three weeks You all have no idea where you are Are you just trying to get by and survive, hoping that you can find people or that somehow people find you. But at this point, your rations are starting to run low and uh, you're you're scared a little bit because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, there have been some wild animals that have come out from the forest that have been poking and prodding at the camp and you guys, And you know, y'all are trying to stay together, try to, trying to stay safe. Uh, what do you think y'all you have been doing for the past three weeks to pass the time in this scenario?
2: Or by a frozen lake, you said?
1: Yes, between a, a frozen lake and a forest. Just non-stop snow angels obviously
0: <laughs>
4: non-stop snow angels i will say it sounds like you guys are trying to set the stage for an in- miserable environment but kyborg did basically raise himself in the everwinter woods so this is like his home he's having a great time he's camping with his friends <laughs> he's drinking hot chocolate he's by the campfire he, he loves i this. think
2: uh <laughs> i think bart and gum gum probably helped build a shelter because they're used to traveling together and so they probably have some experience trying to forage things and, and build shelter while they travel. And so I mm-hmm. could see them, them doing that together as uh, Mud and, and Kyborg go look for food and makes no angels.
5: It, it, it's like <laughs> this where, where, where Bart is on Gum-Gum's shoulders, but they're both like hammering. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they get to.
2: <laughs> I'm cutting the top of the tree, you're cutting yeah. the bottom. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Gum-Gum has also been uh, meditating a lot. And trying to uh, contact the spirit of his or the mana of his of his dad, because he's gotten these weird powers that he doesn't understand, Mm -hmm. like that some hair in new places. Yeah. Well, when he gets angry, weird magic things happen. Yeah. And he doesn't understand that. And uh, his theory is that it's his dad uh, trying to help him. And so he's been using that his wand that his dad left him that kind of like long rock And he named Boomba, and he's been trying to get in touch with his father. And he also, I think, had several conversations with Bart about not, you know, going through some changes
2: and not Mm -hmm. understanding them. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about that, Bart?
2: Uh, Bart actually really enjoys being kind of like a big brother figure to Gum Gum. So he's he's really uh, taken to the whole educating him scenario.
4: (laughs) Oh, how about this? Again, because he feels at home, Kyborg has also been putting all of its squad in through his training regimen. So we're all we're all huge. We're all jacked. Wait, Three weeks you we can a, get. You can have get a squad. Cut.
1: Who's your who's who's your squad?
4: My squad. It's my team. My my squad. My my mud bud. My gum <laughs> And my part. My gum. <laughs> I forgot their names, but you know. It's, it's
1: <laughs> would you guys consider yourselves part of Kyborg's squad? Yeah. Well, I would consider. A, part of our squad. I don't know We're if all, I'm all part sure. of each other's squad. That's what I was wondering. Where, where yeah. does that Venn diagram go?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mud, I think, would have been doing, like, two things. One, Mud would have tried to look around for any creatures in this snow environment that would allow him to survive better in it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's any, like, normal animals that you can tell me that Mud would have seen, but would, he would have at least been looking. I can say that.
1: Rabbits? Yeah.
3: Why don't you roll me like a, a nature check? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Negative one on nature. Quick question:
2: We are we could take long rest since it has been three weeks. I assume we've rested at some yeah, point. Yeah, we have yeah. not. <laughs> that, no one said it.
1: <laughs> you definitely have uh, have taken long rest.
2: <laughs> okay, a, a few long rests, I assume. Y-
1: yes, you're more than uh, back to full. And we leveled up. <laughs> no, stop it,
2: <laughs>
0: God,
1: Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking, that was a joke
3: <laughs> They're a broken record 13, 13 Give them Morix, give them Morix, give them Morix. <laughs> I don't know if they're a snow creature
4: you At least get a rabbit Maybe like well, oh, of the snow leopards Cute
1: See, Mud rolled a 13 on his uh, nature check uh, Yeah, I mean, that, you have trouble finding any anything out of the ordinary You know, you fo- you're able to forage up and find uh, Initially, when you first get there, you're able to forage up and find you know some small rabbits that you, know, you use to extend your uh your rations, but for the most part, as time goes on, you see you find less and less tracks of a uh, small game. The only remaining prints and animals you're able to find traces of are uh wolves in the
3: area i I guess to clarify it was more so to turn into them
1: <laughs> oh, to turn into them, yeah, you occasionally get glimpses uh I mean yeah like I said, you know. Small animals, which I assume we don't care about uh, initially—rabbits, squirrels, things like that—but you do, you know, occasionally catch a glimpse of uh, wolves in the woods. So can I add wolf
3: to my, my library? Sure. Okay. Yes. And then on top of that, to like, since druids are like the survival creatures who become one with their environment, or at least that's how yeah, I think you, of them. You can tell by that negative one nature roll. Yep. It's because I don't need help. You know, it's like mm. it's, a, it's 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 going to be there anyways. <laughs> no. Mud, 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 Mud would have changed uh, a lot of his spells around, which I just did frantically while everybody talked. <laughs> and uh, would have uh, prepared some spells like creating a bonfire as well as a first level spell of a good berry. Not to be confused with good burger. But it creates uh, berries that uh, help people get their HP back. So I've, cha- I've prepared some spells to help us like survive in the forest. That's what Mud would have done. As well as um, digging the snow to find um, dirt to put oh. in his coffee, no matter what.
2: Oh, Of course. You got you to gotta have your ingredients.
4: Kyborg yeah. is taken to calling uh, Mud dingleberry. Uh,
3: <laughs> and funny enough, Mud hasn't given uh, Kyborg a single goodberry yet.
4: Aww. <laughs> Can I make a an interesting move here, Gus?
1: Sure. It's the first time for everything. Yeah. We
4: went through a portal and again kyborg grew up in the woods kind of on his own he has plus two survival and i think plus one nature i feel like he would kind of know constellations and would be able to figure out are they actually like from their you know place of origin like does do they know roughly is is he seeing anything that he recognizes as near home near boulder ray
1: mm, that's a that's an interesting thing i can, all right, uh, roll a nature check, I guess, for stargazing. We got, a, ugh, we got an eight. It's been pretty cloudy and snowy most of the time that you've been here. You, It's it's rare that you're able to get a glimpse of the stars. So it, it's hard to say. When you do get little glimpses of the stars, you seem like they, they look a little familiar, but maybe not quite, Something's a little off.
0: Oh,
2: interesting.
3: Is, is there a check I can do? I would imagine Mud being able to, like, turn to, like, a wolf and go on longer treks is there something i can do to see if like look for anything around that at least has a trail or like what is the extent of our perimeter of what where we are does the environment change at all even the you said we're next to a frozen body of water lake yeah yeah like would have turned into an otter and at least seen like what that's like so is there anything that i can see like if mud would have divined anything from that
1: oh that's interesting you can turn it into an otter that's pretty cool before we get to that, I want to point out, I feel like we kind of glossed over this. Goodberry is actually a surprisingly good spell. I want to talk about goodberry for a second. It's a good spell. It's a good spell. I feel like it's it's one that, that people overlook. It's easy to forget about. Basically, you just, mud just conjures up berries and people can eat them. And they only, you know, they only restore one hit point, but they give you nourishment to sustain you for a day. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're decent. Yeah, it's kind of OP. Yeah, it's like things you can kind of hold on to and then, you know. To eat them if you need to,
2: just I pop those Skittles in. I forgot to mention yeah. too. To keep everyone's spirits high, I think Bart has also been serenading everyone at night around the campfire.
4: <laughs> Kyborg hasn't slept a wink.
2: <laughs> also, you didn't get a long rest.
1: Yeah, no long rest for Kyborg then.
3: Oh we no, no, had no! Had no. I mean your your
5: amazing tunes, Bart. They're great. <laughs> and Gum Gum's been make, making winter flowers around our little oh, makeshift beautiful. shelter.
3: It's a winter flower. So there's flowers everywhere. Poinsettias. <laughs> Why'd you say it that way? Poinsettias.
0: <laughs>
3: Aren't those poisonous? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Back to Muds. I, I, I don't know if you guys, if your characters would know that. Maybe Kyborg would. Back to Muds uh, animal shape shifting exploration question. Uh, I'll deal with the otter first. You're able to go around and you know swim and explore under the lake. The ice looks like it's. Uneven. In some places it's pretty thick, in some places it's thin, but of course, since you're an otter, it doesn't matter to you. In there, you find uh, various fish that you're able to eat. Not a ton, but there are, you know, some fish in there. Uh, it seems like the lake is fairly large. I think you would be hesitant to explore too far to get away from the camp because you can't see, you know, where the other end of it is. Then as far as the forest, it's, uh, it would be a similar thing. You're not able to find any signs of people Uh, Just continued signs of the occasional small wildlife. You know, as the days goes on, it seems like the small animals are moving further and further away from your camp, probably because, you know, of the the smell and the noise that you all are producing. But that's that would be about it. (laughs) Gum, gum. (laughs)
4: Uh, Three quick questions. One, how far of a distance have we traveled from camp? max distance. I'm I'm assuming it would be John because he's like our little animal scout guy.
1: John is definitely the one who has gone the furthest. Uh, At most, I'd say it's a a couple of miles. Okay, two. Can John turn into fish?
3: Mud.
4: Mud. 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 Sorry, sorry. Can mud turn into
1: fish? That's a mud question. Mud, can you turn into fish?
3: Well, I was just looking at it. At some point... We saw, like, I'm sorry, did we see a a metal fish at some point? Like, I I have a list of all the creatures that we saw in the pet shop. And you guys said a metal fish. And so I listed it with it, along with, like, the sea otter and a frog and a kitty. But I'm looking at D&D, and I can't find even fish under monsters. If you want to look it up, John. Yeah. Micah based it
1: on uh, a seahorse, but a fishbowl is required. It scales turn shades of bronze, silver, or gold depending on how happy it is with you. When gold, the owner has advantage of constitution checks
3: for holding breath underwater. Wow. That's if I have a pet.
1: Right. I think an otter is honestly probably better if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, of, of what you just described.
1: Yeah. yeah but okay. I
3: mean, other than the, the fish can like stay underwater perpetually.
1: Fish also get eaten by other fish. Just like Qui-Gon said, there's always
0: a bigger fish. <laughs>
1: And I would
5: say after the first like week or two of them scouting and not finding anything, we would start I don't know prepping for longer venturing out to the wilderness, like drying out berries and any little squirrels or anything or that we catch Salting trying to our dry meat. Them out.
3: Yeah, <laughs> who has salt your
5: meat? grows? This is a family show.
3: What? That's a thing you do in <laughs> Oregon. Who trail. has salt? Let me uh,
4: check. Well, I just go in and I I boil water. That's the Minecraft way. I think you make gum... When gum gum cries. Oh. <laughs> Third and final question. Third and final question, yep. Has Mud, in his animal form, ever hooked up with an animal? Answer the question, Mud.
3: No. Okay.
1: No more, no more questions, Your Honor. No, you're not going to answer the question, or no, you never have? No, never have. No, okay. no more questions, you Your go. Honor. You may proceed. So in all this time you've been trying to you know figure out where you are and you know, trying to find rescue what do you think sleek's been doing because he's also with you is he normal does he have his brain again it seems like you know for a while he was initially when you came through the portal he was injured you know he had just been in the fight with you it seemed like uh maybe not quite of his normal self but yes uh now as the days have gone on he's healed and it seems like he's back to normal
2: he's no longer in a trance
1: However, he seems quite upset, quite, uh, in a funk, if you will.
2: Upset at us, or just in general?
0: It's nothing personal, Bart. I'm not the same dwarf without my loot. Okay. I feel incomplete.
2: Hmm. Could I, could I lend him my loot to play while he's with us?
0: That's very gracious of you, Bart. I wouldn't mind strumming a few chords, but I'm afraid it's just not the same as my emerald loot. We had a connection.
2: Could I, could I ask him what the significance of his lute is? Like what the, I guess, like personal connection there is to it.
0: Hmm. I'm usually quite loquacious, but it is difficult to put into words that lute became a part of me. Okay. Mm. When I played music on those strings, ostentation was no more, and sleek, the symphonious the infinite, was born. Mm.
2: Did it get? Broken? I forget what happened to it when we left.
0: Paralite took it. Took it. Okay. Mm. Yeah.
5: Well, you may not have your loot, but you're never far from a toot.
1: And then gum gum toots.
2: <laughs> Bart laughs. And that, and
1: that just helped everything. That just Inspired. solved make everything. A per- make, make a performance check for your toot. <laughs> roll for toot. Oh please, roll a one and poop your pants. Eleven. <laughs> That's kind of what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the ground. Uh, 11. Yeah, it's a it's a solitude. No, uh, no turtle heading.
2: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> God. Turtle heading.
4: So, I mean, are we in a position where we feel like we should move the party elsewhere? We should try to find our way out of here? I mean, Gum Gum alluded to it earlier, but...
2: I mean, I'm still kind of hanging on what Gus mentioned about how, like, looking up at, at the sky and stuff and, like, something seems slightly off.
4: Maybe we're trapped in, like, one of those crystal
1: ball things.
2: Like, maybe it's another, like, dimension or, like, another... I don't know.
1: Maybe you'll be able to get a better look at the stars on this evening because now after 3 weeks it's nearing dusk as you all are talking about what to do moving forward. Hmm. Sure, a perception.
2: Yeah, well, should we uh gaze at let's do some stargazing and see It's all not right.
1: quite dark enough yet. Uh soon. It will be. Okay.
2: So, uh I may want to play some <laughs> uh, parcheesi or
1: <laughs> I've, been, I've been whittling
3: also. What you been whittling? Our
5: patience. Magical instruments.
2: Bart is whittle.
3: So, <laughs> so oh
5: god! Good I already one. have a magic wand. I made a magic wand for Bart out of uh, some wood.
2: Turns out it's just just a stick you found,
3: right? Just like his. Well, I whittled it. It's
5: a big. It was a
3: bigger stick.
2: Oh, uh, okay, okay.
3: Now it's a smaller stick. They say he carved it from a bigger spoon. What what you what? It is, does it have a name like the other one? Oh, that's for Bart to
5: decide. And I put a flower at the end. I wrapped a flower at the end of. It.
3: What is yours? What is your one called? Boomba. Boomba. Boomba.
2: Mine's going to be called Goomba. (laughs) Oh, wait. No. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Can't do that. Uh, Gambo. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It's
3: called Boomba and Gambo.
2: Gambo. Gumbo and Gambo.
1: Uh, Mud, make me a perception check.
3: Shabam. That's an eight.
1: (laughs) You rolled a one. Uh, I did. Okay. And just for the hell of it, Bart, why don't you make me one as well?
2: You... Got it. Oh, God. Eight. Not good. Eight. <laughs> you
1: rolled an eight. <laughs> like I said, the camp is, you know, up against the shores of a frozen lake uh, on one side, and the forest is encroaching uh, from another. You know, as dusk approaches, what would you all be doing uh, in your camp around this time of day? Like, like where would you be in the camp? What, would, what do you think you'd be doing? Probably
4: like winding down for dinner prep and bringing everybody in for the night,
3: right? Yeah, I think. I think Mud would actually like have this like regular habit of turning into a wolf and just hanging out curled up next to the fire, because that would be really nice and warm as it got colder and darker.
4: Kyborg would be coming back from his daily workout routine and meditating and doing yoga and cursing qu-
5: Quadrant under his breath all day.
3: <laughs> yeah, that goes well with meditation. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: I am at peace!
5: Gum-Gum <laughs> would have been... Meditating, but not the kind of meditating that Kyborg was doing and trying to get in touch with his uh,
3: father magically. So, like the mm. like Indigo Montoya from Princess Bright. That kind I'm of magic. Hell yeah. yeah.
4: Oh man, I need to watch
3: that. Like, movie again. you know, like when he has a sword and he's trying to get his dad to. He closes his eyes and hums. Can I hear how that
1: sounds? Yeah, mm-hmm. Katie, do Katie, you want to demonstrate what you would be humming? That pretty much. It's nice. Love it. What about Bart?
2: He's probably just like tending to the fire. He really likes being outside since he's so muscular. He's very resilient to the cold, of course. Nice. Yeah, he's very dense. Yeah, tending to the fire, making sure everything is kind of closing up for the evening.
1: So Bart is tending to the fire, Mud is a wolf curled up by the fire. Kyborg is reapproaching camp after his meditation, and Gum Gum is also reapproaching
3: camp after some meditation?
1: I think he meditates a little later, so he's probably just like not
5: far from camp, but still meditating.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Extra clarification. Mm. Gumbo is curled up with Mud next to the fire.
5: Oh. Guy's the
4: little badger guy. I'm a, I'm a little badger.
3: Mud has also noticed that um, ever since they passed through the portal and uh, arrived here, Brink's pet flying snake Hannibal uh, has been kind of like timid and typically stays inside of uh, Mud's pack all the time. Mm, got it. So there's a li- there's like some large stone
1: formations just like a little southeast of camp, not too far away, like thirty five feet or so. We could say maybe that's where Gum Gum was meditating or trying to communicate with his father. Would that would that make sense? Like seated atop the stones. Yeah. And we'll say Kyborg was uh, working out in the woods, maybe on the other side of camp, like to the west or northwest of camp, uh, just near the tree line. Hell yeah. Not too far. I mean, that's also, mm, let's say, 20, 30 feet away. All right. So the stage is set. Everyone's getting ready to hunker down for the night when, out of nowhere, from the tree line, two wolves pop out and begin charging at mud. Uh-oh. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying this episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. I want to remind you if you could do us a favor, give us a follow on social media at Stinky Dragon Pod uh, and send us some tweets using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod. Your name might be included in an upcoming episode as uh, you know, an NPC or someone in the world. Uh, in fact, the drink that the bartender uh, or tavern keeper um, read out at the beginning of this episode was submitted via social media. It was sent to us from at Jasper Draws uh, on Twitter. Thank you so much, at Jasper Draws. Appreciate it. Thanks for engaging with us. And uh, like we always say, the best thing you can do for a podcast is uh, help spread the word on social media to people you know. So thank you so much. If you've got a moment, I'd also like to recommend a podcast for you Uh, Our own Chris and Blaine, who play Gum-Gum and Kyborg here in Tales from the Stinky Dragon, they have another audio podcast they've been doing for a while called Good Morning from Hell. Uh, And if you check it out, wherever you get podcasts, wherever you get this one, you'll be able to find Good Morning from Hell. There's an episode that's out now with uh, Barbara and Chris playing Bart and Gum-Gum in a non-canonical question mark (laughs) episode. Go give it a listen. Again, search for Good Morning from Hell, wherever you get audio podcasts, you'll be able to hear... Some of the crew uh, banter about. It's a really funny, it's a comedy improv podcast. I think you'll really enjoy it. I think it's a great episode. This episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon is brought to you by Comics Experiment, a weekly podcast where comic book enthusiasts Benny, Dan, and Andy talk about comic books and geek out together. Listen as the host discuss topics such as industry news, fan theories, and their opinions on anything and everything comic book related and more. Listen to Comic Story wherever you get your podcasts or watch full episodes on their YouTube channel at youtube.com c slash there's so much going on out in the realm, whether it's a fight with a particularly nasty orc or a rendezvous with a fair elf maiden. We can't always control the vibes out there, but just like your dungeon master, you can always control the vibes in your own personal little world with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Uh, I love uh, Raycons. They are they fit really great. Uh, they've got super great amount of charge on them. Uh, super convenient if I'm just like going out, walking around, want to go to the grocery store, want to block out the world. Boom, just pop them in. I'm set. Raycons are my go-to for on-the-go audio and the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with their optimized gel tips for a perfect fit. Plus, they have three sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best. Pure mode, balanced mode, and bass mode. Speaking of modes, they have the new awareness mode for whenever you need to listen to the world around you instead, like when a fight breaks out in the tavern. So right now, tips from the Stinky Dragon listeners, get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash stinky. That's buyraycon.com slash stinky to save 15% on Raycons. Myraycon.com slash stinky. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative.
2: Oh, no. Why me? Because
1: you you rolled a critical fail on your perception check. (laughs) So you did not see them coming at all.
2: But I'm one of them.
1: Oh, they know you're not one of them. You're not part of their pack. They're here to hump. You're an imposter. 20.
2: 21.
1: 8. Gum gum 10. Okay. Bart, you're right by the fire and Mm -hmm. by mud. Uh, So you see, you know, these two wolves pop out of the forest from the east running directly at mud. What do you do?
2: Is it possible for me to take one of the sticks I'm kind of poking at the fire to like light it on fire and throw it kind of in between mud and the wolves? Oh, look at you. That's
1: not a bad idea. Yeah. Sure. Why not? What would that be? Let's say you would roll,
2: yeah, survival check, I guess. Survival? Okay. 14.
1: Yeah, I'll say that with a 14, you're able to get a stick lit, and then you want to throw it. I guess just make a dexterity check just for fun. Dexterity? Okay. Yeah, just to like to toss the stick.
2: I did a 18.
1: Oh, Oh. not bad. Yeah, you're able to light up a branch on fire, and you toss it between the Charging Wolves and Mud and your location near the fire. And it does seem to slow them a little bit. It gives them a slight pause.
2: Okay, cool. (laughs) Pause. Oh. <laughs>
1: Comedian over here. Ay. Do you want to move or do anything else?
2: Would that have been an action or like a, bo- like if, could I do now do a spell or was that kind of it?
1: That's kind of like your action. That's kind of like an attack action, even though you didn't attack. Yeah. So say you still have a move action if you want.
2: Could I move so like I could see the wolves, but I'm like further away from them. I don't know how far away from them I am right now. Like what, 20 feet, 30 feet?
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty close I say like about, Twenty feet or so, you could maneuver to like put the fire, like the campfire in the middle of camp, between yourself and them if you wanted to,
2: and still have range on them.
1: Yeah, that would probably put like another ten feet between you.
2: Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Fire, Kyborg, You would have been coming
1: in, like we said, from the northwest. Yeah, from where you're uh, reapproaching, you'd have line of sight on this. I assume you'd be looking at camp, and you would see uh, the kerfuffle starting. Uh, what do you What do you want
0: to do?
4: Uh, I'm gonna a bit more of a tacky approach. So I'm going to draw Longo Triumph and I will hit the wolf that is closest to mud because daddy needs a new wolf pelt.
1: <laughs> I roll a 28. Your shot rings true. Go ahead and roll some damage.
3: What? Mario?
1: 11. 11, you hit the wolf. It seems to be extremely injured, but it is still making its way towards mud along with its companion. Yep.
2: Making its way towards mud okay running fast
1: um pfft,
2: uh, gonna eat your face off i
4: take an action action surge which gives me an additional action and i every finish. time
3: you say that immediately i envision like that's kyborg popping like an energy drink chugging it and then going again action surge
4: a <laughs> uh, real talk i did try surge recently and uh oh, oh god as as do they TV still make surge uh, you can buy it on on uh, certain retail providers that are destroying the world slowly but surely, and they're pretty. It's, it, they they're good. There's a reason I is it like. Is it like new?
1: Is it like new surge or is it like old surge from twenty years ago?
4: It's like it's new surge, but it's old recipe and okay, bottling. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they come in hmm. tall boys now. Oh,
3: it's surge soda is back. Is the top thing on their website?
4: That's right, baby. All right, so uh, another longbow shot. Ooh, that is
1: a Nat 20, baby. Are you firing at the same wolf or the other wolf? Or who are you targeting here?
4: Let's weaken the other one. Yeah, let's let's even things up. I go for the other okay. one this time.
1: Nat twenty. So uh lots of damage here. Uh go ahead and roll me roll me some damage. What?
4: That's a fourteen.
1: Yeah, the other wolf falls to the ground uh, and comes to a skidding stop.
4: Dead. Okay. And because of the longbow of triumph, I get ten temp HP when I land a killing blow. Ooh, look at you. Thanks, Wolf. It's very vampiric. And then I do a backflip.
1: Roll for backflip. Okay. Ooh, that is a...
4: (laughs) That's a nat one. That's a
1: critical fail. uh,
3: fail.
1: (laughs) 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 So Kyborg, uh, very pleased with himself with his newfound 10 HP, tries to do a backflip, but you're not used to doing it on the snow and the ice. You lose your footing and... uh, you end up landing face down in the snow. It was leg day.
3: That's like so. wind getting knocked out of you, kind of an instance. Did he lose? The, he, did he lose the 10 HP? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: uh, he he does not. How do you feel about that, Kyborg? I don't know if you've uh, if you've had a, a Nat one on your backflip rolls before. I don't. I don't
4: feel great about it. I mean, I I did just get back from a long workout in the woods, mm, and mm-hmm. I was feeling like. Real cool after those two shots, and then uh, I'm like, yeah, this is about right. I'm just kind
1: of in the snow. like. Uh, who all saw it? Everyone. I would say probably nobody. I assume Bart and Mud are preoccupied with the wolves.
3: I don't know. We would have seen the first arrow hit, which would have drawn our attention to him, and then the second <laughs> arrow definitely hit, so we... We really, like, and one of the wolves died and would have made a noise dying, so we really would have had our attention No,
4: because, at like, Mud, you're you're focused on the wolves that are charging you. I think can I have a, can, I, can I roll
3: perception is. to see if I saw it? I really yeah, want to know sure, if I saw it. sure, roll a perception okay. check. All right, that's 19. I saw it.
4: Hold on, I'm to roll for stealth really, <laughs> really quick. I'm going to roll for stealth. <laughs> that's, a, that's a one!
1: That's a one! It's a critical fail! Oh,
0: no. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> uh,
1: well... Uh, Mud, you turn to you know to see where the arrows come from just in time to see Kyborg slip during a, a backflip and <laughs> faceplant and fall face down into the snow. Uh, you chuckle a little bit in your wolf form uh, and then you notice a third wolf pop out from the woods oh. and oh begin trying to attack Kyborg as he lay prone on the ground.
4: What? Oh my.
3: <laughs> I think Mud would still have a hard time not laughing at the irony of what he's <laughs> seeing. The wolf has advantage because you are uh, laying
1: down on the ground, prone. That's a nineteen. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. Okay. The wolf bites down, doing. (laughs) The ten page beat. Six points of damage. I mean, you're already knocked prone. Normally, a wolf would try to like pull you to the ground and knock you prone, but you're already there. But just just for just for fun, make me a strength saving throw. Anyway, I'm just curious to see if your bad luck is going to continue. Okay, uh, strength. You rolled uh, nineteen plus your save is six. Twenty five. Yeah, that's a good that's a good roll. But you're on the ground anyway. I'm strong.
3: <laughs> he whimpers out of his
1: mouth.
0: I'm strong. <laughs> strong. I'm big boy. I'm so strong.
1: I'm, I'm big boy. I'm big boy. <laughs> Gum-Gum, what do you want to do? How far is Gum-Gum from camp? Uh, you're not too far away. Uh, the rock, uh, like I said, is probably about 30 feet away or so. See, and where the, the the tree line that the wolves popped out of is kind of between you and the camp. So you can see the wolves are closer to you than the camp is, if you wanted to go after. The two, I should say, that charged out uh, initially at Barton Mud are closer to you than uh, Barton and Mud are.
5: Okay, but not the one that's attacking... Uh, kyborg, the, the ones, ones
1: to ten kyborg is yeah, it's on the other side of cap. It's opposite from you, so that's it's okay. considerable
3: distance. One wolf close to him.
1: Yeah. All right. So Gum Gum will
5: charge a fee towards the wolf. <laughs> charge charge towards the wolf and just take a like a baseball swing with his axe at the okay. at the wolf or or like an axe swing. No, it was a baseball swing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know how you swing an axe?
1: <laughs> baseball bat swing, sorry. Yeah, uh, I mean, you you definitely have the movement to uh, to clear that ground, uh, catch okay. up to the wolf, and, and take a swing. So, yeah, go ahead and make <gasps> your attack roll. And that's a 23. 23, that connects. And he does 13 damage. 13 points of damage. This one was had already also been injured by the uh, first arrow that Kyborg shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it falls to the ground also uh, unmoving. Well... Uh, like a companion
5: can I clarify when I mm. said he swung it like a baseball bat he swung it broad side not pointy side
3: still did that much damage right
5: well it still rolled it and well, normal
1: so- just just for clarity normally you have to call that you have to okay. clarify that before t- beforehand okay. uh you can't you can't say that afterwards uh, it's fine this time because it was already weak so it, it would have you know died regardless but yeah normally in the future just make sure you clarify that ahead of time so when he swings it like that it shoots the wolf into the
5: air up past our camp and into the other tree line. Oh, that's, what he's,
3: that's what he's asking for it to do.
5: Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't say that's what happened. Yeah. Well, can it do that?
1: Because imagine him like swinging the And the
3: wolf like explodes shovel. into a pile of money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't fly uh, that far. Sure, I'll say it, it gets some air. Sure, why not? Let's have fun. Yeah, the, the wolf goes airborne uh, as the life leaves it, so. And then I growl. Do I have any more movement? Move? No. This is going to be... I mean, you might have like five feet left, honestly.
3: Did gum gum go feral in the forest?
1: Okay. I turn and I growl at the other
5: wolf that's attacking Kyborg. Like... <sighs> like okay. It's, like
1: it's a, pretty far. It might not be intimidated uh, by that. Not even by his friend flying into the woods? Uh, maybe by that. <laughs> that's that's maybe a little more scary to it.
2: A little a little frightening.
1: Yeah. Mamma mia. <laughs> I don't know. if Can I roll for, to intimidate? Yeah. Make an, make an intimidation roll. Yeah. It's a 15. 15. Not bad. Yeah. You're not keen. You don't know what a scared wolf looks like versus a, a wolf that's eating your friend. But you feel pretty proud of yourself. That's a good effort. You think uh, that was a really good growl.
3: Thanks. Mud. So the two wolves that the original attack are down. And there's one attacking Kyborg. And Kyborg is how far from Mud?
1: Uh, I would say about 40, 45 feet away or so.
3: Okay. Help. I have forty foot range as a wolf. Okay. So would you say that I would close that distance and be able to get up on the wolf?
1: Uh sure, why not? Yeah.
3: Okay. I throw gumbo onto my back and charge. Whoa. How? Well like grab him with my mouth and toss him on and he holds on. We've like oh, okay. we've okay. done this before, you know. <laughs> You've been practicing practice yeah. maneuver.
2: Yeah. It's your routine.
1: You, sh- you should have mentioned this. this is something you've been practicing for the past three weeks. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, actually, that would have been
3: <laughs> I, I, I've, again, because I'm really bad at remembering all the things that have to do with the uh, mud. But with gumbo, they would have spent a lot of the exploring together, and so I think we would have uh, really mm. bonded even more and more together within our time. <laughs> so gumbo's on my back, run at the wolf. Actually, could gumbo attack first?
1: Look at you trying to use this. Can Gumbo attack?
3: Yeah, he has bite uh, attack.
1: Hold on. I, I, I did not prep by pulling up a badger uh, <laughs> stat block here, so you have to give me a second to open up badger. He, he, er- does,
3: he doesn't do a ton of damage, but he does some.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Why not?
3: Okay. I'm going to roll for his attack. That's a 13.
1: Yes. Yeah, Gumbo connects with the wolf.
3: I've never seen a move like this. It just says hit one piercing damage. There's not even a roll. He just does one <laughs> piercing damage.
1: All right, the the, uh, I guess he. What, what do you picture? Like he bites? Yeah, it's a bite attack. I,
3: yeah, I think he would. Uh, he would kind of like, since he's on my back, he would jump onto the other wolf and bite it.
1: Say so he like bites the ear of the other wolf, doing one point of damage.
3: My thinking is that with gum gums intimidation and a badger flying off another wolf, this wolf has to be a bit shooken up. Maybe. Yeah, my thinking. Because nothing
4: thinking. scarier mm-hmm. than a badger.
3: Well, I mean, a badger flying at you off the back (laughs) of a wolf. thats
4: (laughs) am Off the back of a fake wolf. While I'm being throttled by that wolf, I'm like, Oh, (laughs)
3: ah,
1: cute. ah."
3: So as the wolf, can I like, I kind of think that instead of just biting at it, I would try to push it off of Kyborg and try to pin it, you know, maybe even like use like some pack mentality stuff of like trying to assert my Dominance. dominance.
4: No, you're sure you haven't hooked up with an animal as more than one.
3: One hundred percent sure, okay, I okay. have
4: not. Okay, just making sure. Some Lion King stuff, you know, Nala
5: rolling down the hill.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm that is I mean, not Pumba
5: And just jumped off your back.
3: That's Gumbo, not Pumba.
5: No, no. What's the, what's oh. the little meerkat? Timon, oh, Timon. A, Timon, Timon just jumped off your back.
3: Yeah. So could I do that?
1: Yeah. Sure, we could try it. Why not?
2: I always love the the why nots that Gus throws. Me. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's do it. What the heck?
1: What would that be? Trying to push him off. It would be like an opposed strength check, I think, to see like if you can push him down or if he's like able to, to maintain and, and stay up. Sure. So his strength is plus one. So I'm going to roll and it's going to be plus one. So 17. So you make a strength check.
3: The wolves also have a ability called pack tactics. The wolf has advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the wolf's allies is within five feet. With this count, no, because
1: says and the ally isn't incapacitated at this point. He's not incapacitated, but Kyborg is on the ground, so he's unable to really help with any pack tactics. Hold on, are you saying Gumbo doesn't count as an ally? Oh, Gumbo. Oh, is that? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of Kyborg. But this isn't an attack roll. This is just a strength
3: check. Okay, I didn't know if like the this whole like movement counted no, as. No. Okay, well I'll try. Ah, it's only eleven. 11. yeah you try to shove the wolf
1: down but he digs his paws down and is able to uh resist your shoving even though he's got a, a badger on his back okay anything else uh you want to try mud or anything else up your sleeve up your furry sleeves
3: no as a wolf I can't really use any of other my bonus actions
2: yeah. I think kybark should be great
3: yeah I guess I' can, I'm you know what I growl at the very least I I, I, I take gum gums lead okay make a intimidation <laughs> seven
2: Meow.
1: Yeah, the wolf looks at you maybe a little quizzically and growls.
2: What's the current layout of where all the wolves are?
1: Just the one, right? Yeah, there's the two dead ones uh, Mm -hmm. east of the camp uh, over by where Gum-Gum is standing, and that's Mm kind of close to where you are, uh, Bart. Then a little northwest of camp, that's where Kyborg's laying down with a wolf over him, and Mud and Gumbo are also over there. Okay. We're wrestling. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, then a fourth wolf pops out, however, (laughs) in in the vicinity there where uh, Kyborg and Mud are. This one, however, seems bigger than the other three wolves. Cool. It pads around slowly, almost as if it's sizing you up, Mud, contemplating what it's going to do. Then, much to your surprise, the wolf seems like it takes a big breath, then exhales a giant cone of cold air. Kyborg and Muddy to make constitution saving throws. What? Cool.
2: Literally.
4: Ah, uh, that's a one again.
1: <laughs>
3: Six.
2: <laughs> oh, that's my, my God.
4: third one in a row. You are not doing well, huh? I am not doing well.
3: Is this a
1: regular wolf still? Yeah, this one looks not like a regular wolf. It looks bigger. Uh, there's
3: something really terrifying about this one. It's the big bad wolf. I'm going to make you tell me what species this is when this is over so I can know if I can add it to my list.
1: The two of you, because you failed your saving throws, each take 23 points of damage.
3: I'd rather not.
1: And uh, you're both unable to move. You are frozen solid. This isn't very nice. How are you all doing? You're both still up? You're both still alive? You're both still breathing?
3: I'm still good and now no longer a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> he blew the wolf out Did of you me. Blew- <laughs> uh,
1: she blew the wolf off of you.
3: Yeah, they blew oh. the wolf out of me.
2: Ooh, ooh.
4: She's a she-wolf. What was It was a Shakira? All right, anyways, I'm half half empty.
1: So after she uh, blows this cold breath on you all, she makes a, a dart
3: for the camp into one of the tents. Oh,
2: no. Bart. Oh, my God. I'm scared of this thing.
3: Would that have done damage to the other wolf? Sorry to interrupt.
2: Oh, no, you're
1: good. No, she was careful to just position it for you guys. I'm going to call a little BS
3: on that, but I'll allow it considering that wolf was pinning uh, Kyborg.
1: But the wolf had also taken damage from Gumbo, so it had pulled up a bit and you tried to shove it. So you put, you, you didn't knock it down, but you shoved it a little bit.
2: Are okay. wolves afraid of bears? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Make a nature check. Okay.
2: I like plus one on nature. Oh god, six.
1: You are aware that wolves and bears exist, but you're not sure
2: <laughs> who's afraid
1: of who in that uh, in that relationship.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to take a gamble here. I'm going to try to cast Minor Illusion to make a really giant bear appear and, like, try to scare off the wolf.
1: Who are you going to try to make it appear? Uh, like, out where Kyborg and Mud are?
2: Maybe e- not.
3: No. <laughs> Maybe not draw more attention in that direction.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to. Could I put it, like, but. Well, I want to scare it off, so, like, I got. Okay, you,
3: you, do you, you do you.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll put it near where they are to like try to encourage it to like run back out into the woods and and never return.
1: It cannot make sound though, right? It's just like a a visual illusion? Yeah. Okay, so you make a a giant bear. Do you care if it's a black bear, brown bear? Do you have any specific bear, kind Uh, of bear in mind? Let's
2: go uh, brown bear.
1: You make a giant brown bear appear. Make it weird, make it weird.
2: (laughs) In the snow next to the wolf. like
3: neon green with like spiky hair.
2: It's an emo bear.
1: Oh, it's a. It, uh, just to clarify, it's a medium-sized bear, not a large bear. I think I said large. I meant comparatively large, but still a medium-sized creature.
2: It's yeah, but it's it's ba- It looks like a bear would in comparison to these wolves. So like, however big a bear would be in comparison.
3: Yeah, so,
1: uh, a medium-sized brown bear appears
3: with the tail of a scorpion. <laughs> Hopefully,
1: does not startle your uh, your compatriots.
2: Ah, well, they they
1: know. They know the BART signature.
2: Yeah.
3: Rolling for investigation, I got a two, so I think it's real. <laughs>
1: Kyborg, it would be your turn. However, you are frozen solid. <laughs> Is there any sort of check I can do or... Mm, no, no. You are entirely frozen up solid, face down in the ground, still humiliated from your failed backflip,
3: And the cone of wind somehow pulled your pants down, so you're frozen showing bare butt. <laughs>
0: no.
4: What about uh, second wind doesn't seem like a kind of spell that would require a lot of movement. Can I can I do that so that I can get a little bit of HP back? Because if I'm still conscious, I'm still very embarrassed. Then
1: Yeah, it doesn't say that you necessarily have to move for second wind, but I mean, let, let me look up what the status effect does exactly. That's how I understand.
3: So we're, we're petrified technically.
1: No, you would not be able to. The, this status effect leaves you unaware of your surroundings, so no okay
3: but we get resistance to all
1: damage so that's nice <laughs> yeah look at you the eternal optimus looking on the bright side you know oh gumbo he would also need to have. wait gumbo was on the back of the wolf so he wouldn't have not he would not have taken a, a <laughs> oh you got lucky there yeah <laughs> <laughs> would you say gumbo's gumbo still on his back
3: i think gumbo would have let go at this point okay. gumbo's so, not gumbo. just like holding on like a bulldog gumbo's loose can I say Gumbo ran and hid?
1: <laughs> sure, you can say Gumbo okay. Gumbo is hiding. The wolf that uh, is still over there by Mud and Kyborg and the bear. You don't know if it's the bear or what's going on, Bart, but it seems like it's withdrawing a little bit. It's positioning itself like a little further away from the bear, closer to camp down towards the south, uh, close to the tent that the uh, other bigger wolf ran into. Okay. Gum Gum, what do you want to do? So is the big wolf, is it in the tent? Yes. You can't see what it's doing. Wait, it fits in the tent that we made? Yeah, there's a couple of small tents around camp, and it's in one of them currently. Can I make it to the tent? It's about 30 feet away. What's your move? 30? Yeah, you could make it. You could open the tent, or you could look in
3: there. Hmm. I imagine there's something of value inside the tent.
5: After seeing him do so much damage to my friends over there, that cold like burp that he did, uh, <laughs> Cold I'm burp. To, I'm going to go into a rage and uh, I'll roll my rage thing and see what happens.
3: Mm-hmm. What's your Jack-Jack power? Let's see. I got a six. What's that? Oh, we use this is the last one you got.
1: Uh, until your rage ends, you're surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain a plus one bonus to AC while within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. So who who is near me? Was it Martin? When you first enrage, um, yeah. at that point, Bart would have been close to you, but Bart had moved to the other side of the fire, so Bart was further than 10 feet away. So no one was around me? No one was within 10 feet of you. Dang, I don't like this one. And it's while within 10 feet of you, so it's not when it starts, it's if you when it ends, wherever you're standing at that point within 10 feet of you. Well, if this wolf attacks you in a second, you're going to be glad for that extra AC.
5: Oh, anywhere anywhere near me? It's, it's, it's... Yeah,
1: wherever you're standing, wherever you're moving, oh, okay. that's where it is. Oh,
5: okay. Well, I'm going to run towards... To the tent and like get open the tent
1: okay uh gum gum dashes across the camp opens up the flap of the tent and you see the big wolf with its jaws locked around sleek's neck and is there anything i can do yeah that was your movement you that was just your movement yeah you could still attack well then i want to try and uh disconnect him from sleek would that be like a grapple or would that be like, how do you want to disconnect? You want to stick your hands in the wolf's jaws and, like, try to open it? Or, like, how, would, do you, that. how would you try to approach uh, that? Let me think here. Um, I don't know. An axe usually makes me open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the easiest solution is an axe.
3: I was going to yeah, say, yeah, I guess I could <laughs> just
5: axe it, try and open its mouth with an axe to the throat. You got to say something like, let me axe you a question.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and,
5: then, and I will recklessly attack. Okay. So you're recklessly attacking the big wolf here
1: That's uh, got Sleek And so Sleek would also have plus AC, right? Yes, now that you're within 10 feet of Sleek Yes, and just for reference for everyone Reckless attack gives Gum Gum uh, Advantage on his attack roll But attack rolls against him also have Advantage until his next turn Gotcha. 16, or no, sorry 23 and 13 So 13. So it's a 23 Yeah. So that hits, your axe connects with the large wolf
3: Yay! Big damage Big damage, Gum Gum a one that's not big damage <laughs> gum gum
1: so six, six points six points of damage, damage. Do you do extra uh, damage because you're raging yes uh i get plus two melee so that would be eight eight points of damage yeah your axe connects doing a significant amount of damage to the large wolf it flattens its ears down and gives you a very cold calculating look like it's studying you
2: oh, i
5: don't like that at all get away with its breath and then i growl at
1: it <laughs> go ahead and roll an intimidation check 13. That's pretty good. It doesn't look like it affected it. You're very happy with the growl, but it doesn't seem to have had uh, any effect on this wolf. And I look back and see if anyone saw it. (laughs) The only person who probably could have noticed it would have been Bart. It would be Mud's turn, but Mud is uh, frozen in place. I don't think he is. (laughs) So it's the big wolf's turn that's in front of you, Gum Gum. You think maybe after all, maybe your growl did do something because it seems like it's withdrawing and, uh, moving away from you, exiting the tent, still with Sleek in its mouth. It regroups with its remaining partner, and they both take off running into the forest, carrying Sleek along with them.
2: That's not good. Bart. Could I try to cast sleep on the wolf before it runs away?
1: No, their, their turn was before you, so, like, at that point, they would have, uh, disappeared into the woods. The big wolf moves at 50 feet, so it would be well into the woods by the time uh, your turn rolls around.
2: Well, what the hell do we do now? <laughs>
4: there's no advantage. Or what, what is it called? The uh, attack of uh, opportunity? No, it, diseng- it disengages. Oh, so it doesn't count towards them, but it counts towards us. Got it, got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. cool.
1: No, there's cool. an ability called disengage. If you take that ability or if you earn it, you can you, you can get by mm-hmm. without attacks of mm-hmm. opportunity.
4: Okay,
3: cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. God. Oh. Read a book. <laughs> Nerd. Melt us. <laughs> Melt us.
2: Uh, Okay, well, I I guess I'll unfreeze my comrades over here somehow. Could I, I guess, take another stick of fire and run over to them and try to melt them?
1: Sure, why not? Do you want to make a new stick of fire or do you want to pick up the old one that you threw? Uh,
2: I'll make a new one.
1: Okay. Uh, We'll say at this point we're out of combat, so uh, if you want to help, you can as well. Gum, gum. Are you also going to make a a fire stick? No, I'm going to go and wrap Kyborg in my rat cape slash
0: blanket
5: and then
1: hug him him tight. Okay, So so you're taking care of Kyborg, and Bart, I guess you'll focus on defrosting mud with your fire stick?
2: Yeah.
3: Hold up, hold up. Tyborg is lying down on the ground frozen, so that means that Gum Gum is just lying on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of roll.
5: I roll towards the fire, too. And it's also like a feverish hug, too, because he's he's a. What are, what are you currently. What's your status thing? Rage. I'm you're raging. raging? Well, so you're like, Ugh! <laughs> I would have unraged because I didn't attack someone. Sure. Okay. But yeah, I'm like rolling, getting close to the fire, and. and it's okay. <laughs> It's okay, just let me hug you.
1: The way I picture it, it's like you wrap your arms around him to hug him and then you, like together you start rolling back towards the camp close to the yeah. fire. But he's
5: also wrapped up in a blanket so he's kind of like, his arms and legs are pinned in the blanket. Only you know? my eyes can move
4: and they're darting around nervously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll say um, it takes a, a while but uh, your friends slowly begin to thaw out and uh, return to their normal selves. So by that point, it's clearly uh, dark. The evening has fallen and I would assume you all are still huddled around the fire
3: yeah Matt speaks up and and says um, I feel like us losing one of the infinites is a bad thing should we go look for Sleek
4: I think after a long rest yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) we don't we don't have time to
5: rest the trail goes cold (laughs) Uh, because it's so cold
1: outside (laughs) 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 some witticisms from gum gum there
3: Mud casts healing word on Kyborg. Oh, actually no. Oh. <laughs> yes, but no. No, mm. actually, it's it's actually better if I just do goodberry and give him all ten goodberries.
1: Ah, what do those do? Uh,
3: one HP per goodberry. They're great berries.
1: Oh, you actually give him some now? Didn't he insult him when you cast it before? He did. I'm just
5: calling him Dingleberry. I don't. Know I think that that's a well, term of... He doesn't get a choice because I'm still hugging him. And so you kind of shove him <laughs> in his mouth.
3: Um, so you get 10 HP.
4: All right, 10 HP. I, I'm going to do second wind as well, which is uh,
1: 1d10 plus 4 HP. I want to thank you guys for failing that saving throw. <laughs>
3: hey, no which problem. saving throw did we, sa- did we fail? The the cold breath one oh, <laughs> that froze it's... you two.
1: Oh,
3: God, yeah, it's no six problem.
1: Plus six.
2: Jesus. do it for you, Gus.
3: I was
1: hoping that would happen. I wasn't sure. I thought, knowing my luck, y'all were going to make it, and combat was going to be much more difficult for me. But thank you. Appreciate it.
4: Wow. Yeah. I had an inspiration die. I was really considering using it. But uh, no, we need to, we need to help you out there, bud, because, you know.
3: <laughs> Can we just... Uh, we, we need to go after him right now, right? Yes.
1: Let's do it. So you, you're not quite sure which direction the wolves headed off in. You know, they initially ran through the forest, but... You think that maybe they could have also cut across the lake, so I mean, you can either go through the forest to try to find their trail or see if you can pick it up going across the lake. Is there snow? Yes.
3: Mud asks Gumbo to do a, uh, a smell check to see if he can find the trail. A smell check. Is that something he's got Gumbo keen can do? smell? He gets advantage Ooh. on perception checks.
1: But there's snow. Yeah. We just look for the tracks. There's lots of tracks, though. There've been the wolves are always in the area. <sighs> I did see which way they went though, right? Yeah, but they also once they hit the forest it seemed like they split up as well.
3: Oh mm. uh,
1: yeah, I make your perception check, yeah, with Gumbo. Uh that's a eighteen. Go wow, ahead. Lord. Eighteen. Gumbo definitely smells them going into the forest. But like I said, since they did split up, uh he thinks that they could have gone in either direction. There is there is wolf smell going both towards the lake as well as further deep into the forest.
3: Well, which way does everybody feel like is the best route for us to try? I think the
5: ice will be the fastest and the most fun and deadly.
4: (laughs) Having recently been unfrozen in a manner in which I did not enjoy, I don't know if we should go, like.
0: But
5: it will take a great deal of athleticism. Then I'm in.
2: (laughs) Oh, Gum Gum's getting manipulative. Uh, He's learning.
3: What, what, What do you say, Bart? Are you okay with that?
2: Yeah. Bart's a team player.
1: The party decides to sit out across the lake. Am I understanding that correctly? Yep. That's right. Let's go. But
2: let's do this. Spaced out.
1: Yeah, spaced out, <laughs> and we want to have a uh, uh, rope. We want to use our
5: rope system where we kind of, like, tether each other. At a boy.
1: What does yeah. that mean? You're going to, like, take a rope and then tie everyone to each other?
5: Yeah, but they're all separate ropes. Separate ropes? What does that mean? Well, they're not all one rope tied together, so if we need to untie one of them.
1: So it's like, for example one rope between Gum Gum and Kyborg a different Uh rope between Kyborg and Mud and a different rope between Mud and Bart yeah is there another rope between Bart and Kyborg or is it just like in the direction I said initially I
2: think we're just like it's one person in the front all the way to the back right so there's not it's not like wrapping around
1: well in that case what's your marching order what order are y'all going to walk out on the lake
4: can I pipe in here I feel like we should do an anchor system where we go lightest to heaviest and then the lightest person leads so we have an anchor So in my mind, it would be Bart, Kyborg, Gum Gum,
3: Mud. And Mud also casts Enhance Ability on Bart, if Bart's okay with leading, Mm -hmm. which uh, is choosing uh, Cat's Grace and is giving Bart uh, advantage on dexterity checks. Nice. Bart-likey.
5: And I also want to be on all four, so my weight's distributed. What? (laughs) This is going to be so slow. No, I'm
1: pretty good at all fours.
4: Uh, also, before we <laughs> leave the campground area and, like, we're packing all our stuff up, I want to take the two wolf pelts.
1: Oh, you want to you
4: loot the wolves? Yeah. We don't have time then for you to skin two
3: entire wolves.
4: Listen, Kyborg's been living in the woods his entire life. He's really good at this. So he'll make a quick work of it. He's like John Marsden or uh, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2.
1: Okay. Uh, believe it or not, I'm, I'm actually glad to hear you say that. M- Micah took the time to find a harvesting wolf's table.
2: What? <laughs>
1: so I, I get to uh, I get to look and see what it was that you got on there. So you are able to get a hide, but it's just like infested with insects and parasites. It's really disgusting. And you're also able to harvest some discolored teeth. Say you get six discolored teeth.
2: Yuck.
4: Yeah, I'm just gonna drop all this crap. I'm just gonna leave this here. i my time. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. I, I hate this. Insult to injury.
1: I had a table. That's what you got. I got. To, I had to roll on it. But you got your hide. I mean, it was just infested and filthy, though.
4: Looks like you caught lice. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lice knock you prone. <laughs> so, like I said, it's dark. Darkness has fallen across the land. The snowfall picks up. Uh, you head toward the frozen lake, trudging through icy slush for about an hour. Eventually, you come up to the frostbitten shores of the lake. It looks to be quite the trek across to the other side. A snowfall is obscuring your view of the opposing shore. Uh, Now that you're up close, you see there are small cracks scattered across the surface. One misstep could land you in frigid water. We're going to approach this kind of like how we did the chase for the baby T-Rex a few episodes ago. There's a skill challenge where you make skill checks to see if you can navigate across.
2: Okay.
1: Are there any birds that are making riddles along the way? Giant. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pterodactyl. Let's go build a stumper. How can you forget? Yeah. And you have to make three successful skill checks before you make three failed skill checks. And you check one at a time. And help actions are permitted. Uh, and skills can only be used uh, one at, once at a time per player.
3: You use it, you burn it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone good? Any questions?
2: That is pretty straightforward. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. All right, so you begin uh, walking across the frozen lake. And your first obstacle you encounter is a log, a rather large log that seems to be blocking your path. You want to try to climb over the log or work your way around it?
2: How how tall would you say this log is? It's uh, we'll say
1: four or five feet uh, across the diameter. Yeah, the diameter of the log is about four or five feet. Oh wow!
2: How long is it?
1: It's about fifteen feet long. Looks like an old tree trunk.
2: Probably safer to go around it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, let's uh try to go around.
1: Okay, you start to to shimmy across, watching your steps. Someone go. Someone needs to make me a
3: dexterity check. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Bart.
2: Okay. Dexterity.
3: Oh, and to be very clear, this one also is a touch spell, so it's a little slap on the butt. Just to be very clear, enhance ability is also a slap on the butt.
2: Bart's slap on the butt. little butt cheeks are a little red at this point from all the slapping, <laughs> but he's okay with it. In the cold. Yeah. Very sensitive skin.
1: 17. Do you have advantage, to so go ahead and roll it again, see if, uh, okay. you know, what you get.
2: Another 17.
1: How perfect. As you're kind of stepping through uh, the frozen lake, uh, you're very carefully stepping around any problematic cracks, while still managing to keep your footing, you keep your feet from sliding out under you, and you're able to navigate a good trail for uh, everyone behind you to follow you. Got it. Uh, You continue moving uh, across the lake, trying to find the other shore.
2: The Jersey Shore.
1: Someone needs to make me a perception check.
2: I I think mud's perceiving.
1: Uh, don't forget, you can assist each other. Uh, or, you know, you can try to assist each other if you want.
2: Yeah. Could I give Mud a bardic inspiration here?
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. What's that do?
2: For 10 minutes, a creature can add it to one ability check, attack roll, or save and throw. This could be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome.
1: Yeah. You basically get like a, a, a 1d6 inspiration die. Yep. So if you see, if you make okay, a roll yeah, and you
3: don't yeah, like yeah. it, even after you make the roll, you can add it. Well, I, I rolled a ten, but then the bardic inspiration gave me six, so sixteen.
2: Most excellent.
1: Sixteen. That's a wow. That's a, a really, really fortunate that you had that perception roll there. Mud, you know, you're you're bringing up the rear of the line, and without noticing it, you wander a little uh, astray from uh, the people in front of you and you nearly step into a broken out piece of the ice and you almost fall into the water, but at the last second, your eyes catch sight of it and uh, you correct your step and keep yourself
3: going on the correct path. Mud does that thing where like you almost fall and then you immediately look around to see if anybody saw you almost fall.
2: <laughs> Bart, Bart saw him.
3: <laughs> and so, yeah, and we all
2: Mud felt is, the rope. But he winks.
3: Mud is very embarrassed.
1: Yeah.
2: Bart winks at him to make him feel better.
1: Yay. Uh, there's something about uh, gum gum on all fours turning back to look at you that makes you a little uneasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need someone else to make a dexterity check. I will do it. Okay.
2: Could I give him a bardic inspiration as well?
1: Uh, this is the kind of skill that you'd only be able to use once per skill challenge. So even though since you already used it once for mud, you wouldn't be able to use it again during this skill challenge. You can still try to roll to help if you want. But using that particular skill Wouldn't be allowed again During this crossing the lake
3: challenge
2: The bardic inspiration? Right That's all good
3: Who's in front of mud? Who's attached? Gum Gum-gum. gum So gum gum's got to do what? Uh, dex?
5: Uh, dex Dex Okay I have advantage on I have danger sense so I have Oh advantage. that's right You do have
1: danger sense Look at you Being smart It's a 14 And a 20 Yay 20. Nice. As you all are walking along a particular section of ice. Bart and Kaiba were able to cross it okay, but something about the extra weight of Gum-Gum causes the ice to start cracking under him. Even though he's on all fours, he's able to uh, jump out of the way to a more solid piece of ice as the ice where he had been crawling crumbles and falls into the water. Yeah, he's good at
5: For a while, he thought he might have been a cat.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so he was good at all fours.
3: When, when did he think he was a cat?
5: hmm When he was wrong roaming around by himself
1: in the wild. Ah. Uh, all right. Of course, gotcha. of course. It, it was really treacherous, but you all make it. You finally reach the other side, and the shadowy silhouette of the majestic mountain comes into view under hazy moonlight. A whale echoes across the harsh wind.
3: <calibration> I thought you meant like an actual animal, a whale. <laughs> no. 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 No.
1: No. No. Whale. W A I L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hike onward. <laughs> this isn't a Hideo Kojima game. I was just like, where's the
3: whale? Was there a whale under the ice? That's cool.
5: <laughs> Gum Gum doesn't understand the difference in the
1: spelling, so he thinks it's a real whale. That's a real <laughs> Oh, it's that time of year. The whales come out. <laughs> yeah. You hike onward through frosty brush and a shower of snow falls thicker and thicker until you barely catch sight of a cave entrance at the base of the mountain.
3: That seems like a place where a wolf could go.
1: Are there any tracks leading into it or
4: anything like that?
3: You see Sleek laying there, seemingly unconscious. Uh, can I do a little like a uh, look around? See if like any sign of a wolf or if I can see from a distance like what the state of Sleek is?
1: Yeah. Make a perception check. It's uh, like I said, the snow's gotten really much more <laughs> thick. So it's hard to see. So actually you're going to need to make the perception check at disadvantage. Don't
3: need to. Don't need to. I rolled yeah. a one. Eight. Yeah, right
1: no. Oh gosh. <laughs> no good.
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah. You think there's a mountain in front of you? Maybe? Question mark. Just gonna roll that again. Okay. So is either a one or an eight or a twenty-one? So we'll go with eight.
1: Yeah. Uh, you get a, a particularly sharp snowflake lands in your eye. <laughs> yes. You try. You have to rub it. <laughs> try to melt the snow that's now in your eye. Do I roll for damage
3: on that? <laughs> no. No. You're fine. I don't see anything.
1: Can I call
4: out to Sleek, but like stealthily?
0: Sleek! Stealthily
3: call
1: out. Psych.
0: <laughs> Psych.
1: <laughs> Psst. Psst. I don't know how you yell stealthily though. He just, did, just it. did it. I just did it. I just did it. He just did yeah. it. Sick. Make a stealth check at, disadvantage. at oh,
3: disadvantage. Fourteen. Oh,
1: God,
4: one. Oh wait, no, seven. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> 12. <laughs> <laughs> the one and the seven look
1: very similar. You you call out a few times, uh, your voice cracking, uh, but Sleeks does not seem to move dead. We gotta go across the lake again, guys.
2: Oh, t- restart.
1: <laughs> Load save.
3: Does, does someone want to go check on him?
2: Could I try to go check on him? I'm, I'm very stealthy.
1: Yeah, you're gonna stealthily walk up. Make a make a stealth check.
2: You got it. It's 13. Untether the rope. Which is not great.
1: So, actually, before I, I deal with Bart's check here, Kyborg did actually raise a, an interesting question. So, I assume once you all crossed the lake, you all untethered yourselves, and you're not tied together anymore. Let's do that. Yeah, okay. Bark. Yeah, you slowly start trying to creep up to get closer to sleep, and as you near the cave's mouth, you hear a splat, and you look down to see a wolf's corpse torn completely in half. Uh, you step into its bloody entrails, which leads straight into the cave. The wind dies, but for a second, and the cries become clearer. <laughs> you're gonna find out what happens next. You're gonna to have to listen to next episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I always bother you about it. Go follow us on social media at Stinky Dragon Pod. We're
3: making a rule. You're not allowed to listen to the next episode unless you tell a single person about the show. That's the rules now. Tell a friend. <laughs>
4: We have a ton of awesome community artists. I love seeing you guys' art. So if you guys feel ever so inclined to, to make
1: art for the show, we, we love seeing it.
3: Be sure to tag us. If you ever do it, be sure to tag yeah. us. Yeah.
1: Or if you want to suggest uh, drinks for the tavern for the intros, uh, you could also do that as well. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.
2: Thanks, y'all.